0: Welcome home, this is Audio EXP for the 2nd October 2021, and the title of this episode is A New Edition of D&D is on the Way. Grim and Perilous Studios is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by Patrons. Grim and Perilous make content for Zweihänder and that's an RPG on the rise. I'll reach out and see if I can get an interview lined up. Let's quickly name the five candidates for the spotlight poll this month. Uh, it's just been updated, and if you're a patron, you can vote. You'll, you'll find the links to that in the transcript via the show notes. Those candidates are Gallant Knight Games, Dave Grafham Models, Azoth Games, Brandon Chang Art, and Northern Realms. Last week, I said was a busy week, and this week we're discussing a new edition of D&D. It seems churlish to structure the podcast with any further delay. So let's look at 2024, shall we? It was the usual pattern. An unnamed D&D listing was spotted on Amazon and it costed 170 bucks. What could it have been? Lots of theories and a strong one was a gift set. But that felt a bit weird since it wasn't coming out for Christmas. Well, it is a gift set and the shipping crisis means Wizards of the Coast will miss Christmas for the release. That's a real shame for them, and for fans too. Look out for the Rules Expansion gift set hitting stores for January 2022. It's a box set, and one of the books in it will be Mordekine Presents Monsters of the Multiverse. You will be able to buy the new mordekind separately too. Right now though, you can pre-order the gift set, but not the standalone book. What was announced for 2024 was that 50th anniversary edition of D&D. Wizards did not say D&D 6. They did not say D&D 5.5. 5. They did say the new books will be compatible with the old. That suggests changes. Otherwise terms like compatible would be redundant. But we don't know how significant they will be. I totally understand why some fans are confused. I don't know why Wizards of the Coast didn't predict this question these uncertainties and to be more explicit. I guess they've given themselves some wriggle room. However, I suspect that Wizards will find that sales of d d 5 books slow in 2022 and 2023 if people think d d 6 might be coming in 2024. Wizards of the Coast will need to be crystal clear about what the 50th anniversary editions contain. Even if, all they are are new covers and rules updates from previously published supplements. And one of those rules updates will be changed to how NPCs cast spell. That's a new approach from Monsters in the Multiverse. Now, during the presentation in the D&D celebration that revealed the news, some screens of monsters and NPC stats from the book were shown. And one of those was the War Priest. And we've used AI image-enhancing technology to take a closer look at it and infer the new rules. I kid you not. Now, I can't show you that on the podcast, but the image is on the Geek Native blog. And it looks like NPCs don't need to worry about spell slots anymore. And instead, they use a kinder-on-the-GM approach of having spells they can cast you know, per day or at will. Dare I say it, this is more of a d d 4-style process. Now, there's been a fair few things to look at on the blog this week, actually. All the usual anime trailers, but also some exclusives, such as content from Demiverse. Demiverse is a setting from Nomade Games for 5e or Those Who Wander, and it's all about a fractured multiverse, which, as it turns out, gives you lots of options for storytelling and heroics, even if it's not the traditional approach. Another non-traditional slice of D&D I looked at this week is The Purging of seduin Now, I believe this to be the first commercially available module for D&D that was written entirely by AI. Yep, no human involvement in the composition of this adventure at all. You pay as much, or as little, as you want for this potential slice of history. I do see a future with machine created tabletop content. We already have procedural computer games, but... I think D&D's 50th anniversary editions will be on the market years before AI content is mainstream. And it's not all D&D that innovations are happening. Simon, once a site about rating minis, then a board game giant and now walking a careful financial and ethical path, has bought Two Little Mice. Two Little Mice are the publishers behind the award-winning Broken Compass. I've got that game! I've not read it, because despite going for the Kickstarter, I foolishly put the book, the gorgeous book, in my two-review pile. I might as well slung it into an oubliette, but I am excited to see what CMON are planning. They have a solid team of RPG and narrative creatives now. Another company with impressive ideas and productions is Rowan, Rook and Deckard. They've announced a deal to do more with Kieran Gillen's comic book Die. Yep there's going to be a Die RPG. There is a free beta already, but with this Kickstarter, we'll get a collectible special edition. In the comic book, we follow gamers of my age trying to deal with unearthly horror from an RPG they played as kids, and Gillen calls it Goth Jumanji. A game I did get around to review, as my PDF access is different from my physical books, is Infinite Black's Vast As it happens, I did get the physical copy of the game, but it's not arrived yet. This is a Morkborg sci-fi, and it's as as bleak as you would want. In this sci-fi setting, alien plague is everywhere, bursting forth in bloody horror, and your character is likely to die horribly. I liked it. You may have missed Fast as it took itself to GameFound, not Kickstarter, as Infinite Black does more with dice than with tabletop RPGs. Not that there's any onus on anyone to keep up with all the games companies and projects. I was sent, and I actually wrote up, a list of this year's top performing games companies. Now in this case, performance means share price, not their ability to make good games, but hopefully there's some connection between the two. I only recognise some names in that list. Here's the top three. In third, Super League Gaming. In the second place, The Nine Limited. And the top gaming company in first place is Avid Technology. Now, do you know any of those market darlings? I think they're all esports, very fashionable and, of course, immune to the lockdown and the logistics crisis that's been spawned by it. Brexit too, piling on, making it even harder for British companies or British buyers. I mentioned how Wizards of the Coast's D&D gift set will miss Christmas. That's just one example. Another is Steve Jackson games having to put up some prices on some games. I actually wrote up Bargain Max's Christmas predictions for the 10 most desirable toys in the UK and my advice of parents was to buy them as early as possible but I think I'm preaching to the converted. Gift buying will be a challenge this year and yeah it's October and I'm worried about December shopping. I bet that's not the horrors the 40-somethings of Kieran Gillian's Die comic book had to worry about. My new there is a Christmas tradition about hiding behind the sofa here in the UK, and that's Doctor Who. Back in the summer, Geek Native had a copy of the comic book Doctor Who Alternating Currents to give away. That's the one in which Rose Tyler returns to the comic universe. I asked contestants which Doctor Who monsters were from a shortlist of the scariest, and here's the top three. In third place, and with 14% of the vote, Cybermen. In the second place, with 20% of the vote, Darlex And clear winners in the first place, with 40% of the vote, Weeping Angels. Would they be your top three too? One other piece of news before we get onto the bundle deals, and perhaps only topical for me, but I swear it should or could interest you if you're trying to run a Kickstarter, a games publisher, or just get noticed. Fandom has started a self-service ad network. Fandom is a company that owns d and Beyond and thousands of fan wikis. The self-service ad network means that you can use a credit card and spend dozens of dollars, probably not even hundreds, and get your creativity out in front of many people. Ads don't suit all projects, but they can work wonders for some. The service is called Fandomatic. Now, those bundles I mentioned. There's a good collection of D&D 5E titles in the bundle of folding. The deal is called 5e Platinum, and all the titles in it have reached Platinum Seller level at Drive-Thru RPG. The opening tier includes 5th edition Horror, Book of Wondrous Magic, Ancestry and Culture, and the bio cyberpunk GeneFunk 2090. Over at Humble, timed to match with the release of James Bond No Time to Die, there's a 007 comic book deal from Dynamite Comics. And at looping back to fandom, and another one of their companies, There's the Savage bundle of computer games at Fanatical. These are games where you tend to play as the baddie. There's also a few days left on the Star Trek Online charity bundle. That's mainly DLC for current Star Trek Online players, and they've raised more than 75k for charity. Good going! Now, lastly, before I sign off for the week, I've shared another RPGs and mental health introspective from the Rupture RPG creative team. This time it's about RPGs and social anxiety. And on that note, let's wrap there. Keep safe. You're not alone. And I'll see you next week.